next episode of Your BFF Podcast. I'm Mel. And I'm Casey. And we're about to become your, your best, best fucking, fucking friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little early on my fucking there. <laughs> That's all right. Hey, I, it's always good to have an early fucking. I mean- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on your mood. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we're starting things off really good today. Yeah, it's going to be that kind of show. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you with me. That we're gonna have so much fun. Um, so tell me what you've been up to the last week uh, since we spoke last. Oh, so I have been um, a, a little stressed out, to be honest, and really like I'm very excited for this challenge. But and and I was kind of telling you this a little bit before we started recording. Um, now it's it's become a little bit of a stressor for me in terms of building it all out. And so I've realized like I am very much an idea person. Like I love to come up with ideas and think them through and imagine how like impactful they could be. And then when it comes to the actual execution, I'm not so much of a task person. So I can get a little bit overwhelmed and stressed. And then to add to that, like I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So it's like, once I start doing it, I'm like, Oh, okay, well, I want all the recommended listening to really kind of tie into the journal questions. And and then it's just, so now I'm on this hunt for, you know, podcasts and, and YouTube videos and Ted talks and stuff that are outside of what I've listened to, which I'm thinking will be great. Cause it'll give people a lot more variety, but it's just been super time intensive for me. And then I also have to work through, I mean, you know, like all the logistics of the email service I use and to make sure that people get, you know, that I build it all correctly and it all runs smoothly. And, um, so I've just, I've, I've been a little, I've been very stressed actually. And I think, um, and then I've also been fighting a cold, which, uh, my boyfriend swears is I've just, stressed myself out to the max where now I've, I've gotten myself sick. And, um, so to be completely honest, I've been a little bit of a mess, uh, this past week. How have you been? <laughs> well, it sounds like this challenge is definitely, it's definitely coming at, at a good time. So this is, this is good. It is. Uh, <laughs> I need it. I need it for myself for sure. Yes. Now, so I, I haven't really talked a lot, a lot about this like out in the public domain yet, but I am going to be having to have surgery in the near future. Um, I still don't have a date yet, but, um, what's been going on is I have a mass in my left hand. And it, it, well, we still don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> um, basically, like they kind of thought, oh, it might be just like a little cyst or something easy, like to remove up under the skin. But it turns out that it has properties of both like a cyst and a, like a solid like tumor mass. Mm. So I'm actually having to go back for a second MRI. I'm like, dear Lord, well, you're gonna have to give me all the drugs this time because. <laughs> Yeah, now it's now it's starting to get into no, freak out mode. I can't. I'm I'm very claustrophobic, and the last one, like, it was just. I still like. Ugh, it just it makes me a nervous wreck. And luckily, like, the guy was able to position me a little bit to where, like, part of my head was out of the the tube, you know. Mm-hmm. But who? No, mm-mm. I was like, nope, I'm not doing it again. You have to you have to give me. All the drugs. So <laughs> uh, that 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 is stressful. I'm 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 sorry you're going through that because I know it's just mostly all of the unknowns, like all exactly. those question marks. We tend to really fill in with worst case scenario, and then that just sends your brain down this really negative, scary path. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna think nothing but positivity and positive Thank vibes. You. And um, but but I am sorry you're going for that. That's 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 rough. It's well, and I, and I wanted to make sure. So, you know, we actually, we're actually recording this the day that we're releasing it. So today's Wednesday. Um, because I wanted to make sure that I had goals for my challenge that I wouldn't be like that I wouldn't have to adjust mm-hmm. when, you know, when I do have surgery, because it's important to me to not have an excuse. So I was like, okay, I want to make sure that everything's doable. So I talked to my doctor um, yesterday about it. And, you know, barring anything super crazy going on, I should be able to do everything that I want to do. Um, even down to the writing and everything. Like he said that like, you know, I should still be able to type and stuff. So I wouldn't have a problem with like editing and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I was good. like, Ooh, okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> so all that's good stuff. But yeah, if anybody has any, um, any tips for how to, um, work with one hand, like better, like <laughs> that's, 
that would be very helpful if you had carpal tunnel surgery or anything like that. <laughs> Are I you, it's on that. your, it's on your left hand. It's on my left hand. Thank goodness, because it, I am um, a right, a righty, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it's still like, you know, I was thinking about things like, you know, I mean, just like normal stuff that we do every day. And it's like, oh my God, but we take this for granted that we have this, you know, this ability. And then it's, we we lose you know, the the use of one hand. It's like wait, what? What am I? How do I? How do I do? How do I live? What? Oh, how for do I sure. Live life? Yeah, and that's you don't realize. Yeah, like what? I don't know. Like kind of what all your abilities are throughout the day because yeah. we've had them for so long. And then yeah, you take away an aspect of it, and it kind of throws everything off. And it makes me so extra thankful for that, you know, that I have this ability. Like, I mean, we, we do, we, we take it for granted that we can easily do these things. And then when we're not able to, it's like, wait, 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 what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's been kind of consuming my last week, but I'm excited for the weekend. Um, I am going to Ernie Halter's show in Nashville. Um, he is uh, somebody that I've followed his career for a really long time. And back when I got my start with, I was actually, I had a music website um, and I, he was one of my first interviews and we had such a great time. And so we've, we've stayed connected throughout the years, but he's having an album backer show this Saturday and I'm super pumped about that. I'm so excited. He's just so talented. Wait, music website. Is that why you are Music City Mel? Yes, it is. So are you a musician? No, I okay. no, nobody wants to hear that. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, so I started off with um, like I had a music website where I did reviews of concerts and albums and uh, did kind of artist profiles. Gotcha. And then it kind of blossomed into like I realized that I had a, a knack for connecting other artists. So like if people were looking for co-writes or people to collaborate with on a song, I did that. Like I helped people to, to do that. And um, I had a knack for promotion. And so that's something I still do as far as um, the marketing standpoint. But I loved marketing artists and, you know, kind of pinpointing what their audience was and how to best reach them. Because this was before we had quite as much social media as we right. have now. Right. So it was a little bit it was it was very different, but it's been a fun journey to see how it's evolved. Um, but yeah, so I, I did that, and I was a um, a radio DJ um, for a couple of different stations here, and that was my radio name, and I just oh, kept it. <laughs> that's super interesting. The connecting musicians, to like co write and stuff. That's that's really cool. I like that. It was always so fun. I loved it. That's awesome. So I have to admit, um, I'm I'm not really a music person. I I mean, I love and enjoy music, yeah. but I never know the names of bands or artists. I never know the names of songs. I'm pretty good with lyrics. If I like a song, like I'll, I will listen to, and I think that's probably what makes the song like impactful for me. And I can usually memorize the lyrics, but absolutely, I, I think for me, it's mostly laziness. Um, and like in my car, I don't even have like XM or Sirius radio. So I just have terrestrial radio and yeah. years, like a million years ago when I was in high school, I used to, you know, back when like LimeWire was a thing, I used to put in the time to try and find artists before they were, you know, popular mainstream artists. And I really, I actually like enjoy doing that, but I just, I don't put the time into it anymore. So I mean, feel free, send me, send me artists I should know about. Cause I love to find stuff that um, that isn't on the main radio because that's kind of all I have access to um, when I'm driving. What style do you typically prefer, or do you have you know likes all over all over the generations? Oh yeah, I'm I'm all over the place. Um, okay, cool. Like I love the kind of acoustic um, coffee shop type stuff. It really depends on my mood. Um, if I'm like in an angry mood, like I used to have like an, an angry song and it was by Eminem. I've always had like a weird fascination with Eminem. So I Me do, too. I do love, <laughs> I do love hip hop. Um, I, I do enjoy country. My parents are big country people. And I mean, it's so really, I, I'm, I'm all over the place. That's awesome. There's actually, so there's a show that's been on recently that I, at first I, I wouldn't, I guess because I didn't really understand what it was about. I was like, Oh no, great. Another music show. But there's this show, it's on NBC called Songland, and it is one of the most fascinating shows I have ever watched because the premise is there's three different like producers, songwriters, um, and they are helping one artist, like they've had John Legend, Will I Am, um, Kelsey Ballerini, and they're helping them find a song for their next album. And... <sighs> 
girl. It yeah, is I so saw, fun. I saw commercials for it, and I was like, and um, whoever I was watching with was like, oh, there's just so many of these shows. I'm like, no, I think this one's different because these people are songwriters, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're bringing their original song, and they perform it, and then the the producers help to – one, make it more geared towards that artist, you know, changing it to fit their personality, but also like just the collaborative nature of how, you know, they kind of bounce back and forth. Helping to write the song like right before your eyes is just magical. I it's it's such a great show. We I watched it last night. Um they did the one with the the Jonas brothers. And again, like, you know, they're just all like working together. It's such a team effort. It's it is so fascinating. Cool. That's cool. So I think it would be super fun to like, let's play a little icebreaker game because not everybody, you know, has been following you for an extended period of time yet. So they don't know you super well. And I want people to get the chance to get to know you. Okay. So let's do a little rapid fire questions. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to do, I've got 10 for you. Okay. Okay. All right. What is your most used emoji? Oh, um, so negative, but probably the rolling eyes one or the face palm. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Oh, NSYNC, Justin Timberlake, all the way. (laughs) What is the last thing that you ate? Um, I made a smoothie this morning. All right. What was in the smoothie? Um, well, so I didn't have all my stuff, so it really wasn't that good. Um, This is where, okay, a little bit of my like health nut freakness is going to come out. Um, so it was, I had some like vegan plant-based protein powder, um, coconut milk, um, the Organifi green juice, a couple of the random vitamins I do, like I do, um, B12 and, uh, biotin that was in liquid form. And then I usually do either kale or spinach, but I was out of that. I I seriously need to go to the grocery store, but I don't know if that's happening today. So I didn't have anything like that. So instead I did an apple and then some ice. So my, my smoothies are never, they don't taste good, but they're my way to, I've just trained myself. Like it's not good. I'm going to drink it down and I get like a ton of just good vitamins, minerals, all that kind of stuff. Sure. In first thing in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. What is your favorite television show? Ooh. So this is like an old answer, but um, Sex and the City, which just I think will just always be my favorite. That holds classic. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Fall or spring? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I think fall. Yay. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, it, like, yeah. And it's exciting. You know, you're coming up into the holidays. And I mean, it's easy for me to say that because I live in Florida. So, you know, fall doesn't also equal like an impending horrible winter, which, you know, maybe for some people it does. Um, but especially since it gets so hot here, it's like a nice, it's a nice break from the heat. And I don't know, I feel like it, it, the smells like a fall remind me of my childhood for some reason. And yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I'd say fall. I love it. If you were a TV character, you would be? Well, okay. I don't know who I would be, but so this is where I'm going to go. Back. I would want to be Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Yeah. Because I mean, she's a writer and yeah, um, yeah but I don't, I, mean, yeah. I want to be Carrie Bradshaw that isn't all into designer stuff and doesn't live in New York City. So there's probably a TV character that maybe lives somewhere else and <laughs> Right. Just a writer. I don't know. I don't think I I watch enough TV to have a good answer for that. <laughs> what is the last movie that you watched? Oh, so I um I didn't we didn't finish it, but um this was my boyfriend made me watch this because it was one of his favorites growing up and he was just appalled that I had never seen it. It's called Chasing Mavericks. It's a surfing movie. Okay. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah. So um yeah, it has like Gerard Butler in it. So oh. It's not that old, but I think it's pretty old. But it's based on a true story, and um, yeah, that's the last. That's the okay. last movie I've watched. Beach or mountains? Ooh, mountains. And I, yes. I say that because I mean I live very close to the beach, and I've grown up in Florida my entire life, so I've always had access to the beach. So I, I definitely 
take it for granted because it's more my norm. Whereas the mountains, um, like I, I remembering the last time I took a road trip, um, with some friends up to Asheville and like, I was like sleeping in the back of the car and I woke up and we were surrounded by mountains and I was like, Oh, mountain. And just like pointed at one and they're like, Oh my gosh, you just got super excited. But I think it's just, it's so, it's just so different to the landscape that I see day to day. So yeah, gotta go mountains. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. What is the last thing that you took a picture of? Oh, um, the last thing I took a picture of, oh, I guess I can just look in my photos real quick. This could be <laughs> embarrassing. The last thing I took a picture of, oh no, that's super cute, was uh, my brother with his two kids um, on, on Father's Day. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Okay. And if your life had a movie title, what would it be? Figuring it out. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> that was a good question. Yeah. Like, no, I love doing those things. Those are so much fun. I always, yeah. I feel like I learn so much about people with yeah. little, you know, little quippy things like that. For sure. So I have I have ten rapid fire questions for you then. Since All I right. mean, I'm sure your listeners know you very well, but um, I don't necessarily. So I don't All know right. that mine are Let's as good it. as yours. Um, okay. If you could eat any type of food right now, what would what would it be? Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> What nice time is cheese it? Pizza. It's it's like ten thirty in the morning. There, in the morning. I know, but it doesn't matter. There's never a wrong time for pizza. That's true. Breakfast <laughs> of Champions. Um, okay, what is your all time favorite movie of all time? Oh, of all time. Gosh, I don't know. Oh my gosh, I like if I went with the one that I probably watched the most. Oddly enough, it's probably The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good movie. <laughs> I watch it. All the time. It's ridiculous. Like if I have, if I just need something on in the background, Devil Wears Prada, it's always in the background. Like I literally just had it on last night. Like I am, that's just my movie, my go-to comfort movie. It's so funny because I, I just feel like I've had this answer for so long, but whenever I ask people this question, they really struggle with it. And so like, that's a pretty recent answer. Like that's a recent movie. I think mine is a league of their own because I determined that a long time ago when I was a kid, like this is my all time favorite movie of all time. And because it's all time, like I can't change it. Right, right, right. <laughs> See, if I was to go with something that like, you know, as far as like the plot and, and like, it, like that it holds up over time, I would probably say the Dead Poet Society. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I do love that movie a lot, but it's not one that I'm like watching consistently <laughs> by any means. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, what is your all time favorite song of all time? Poison and Wine by Civil Wars. I love the Civil Wars. Nice. Um, What actress would play you in a movie of your life? Jennifer Love Hewitt. (laughs) I I totally see that. I love her so much. I've had such a girl crush on her since literally since Kids Incorporated. I like she is one of my dream best friends. Like if oh my gosh, if I met her, I don't know what I would do with my life. I don't know. Yeah, I can I can totally see that. (laughs) Um, Okay, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Um probably uh, flight or like being able to get to another place very quickly so that I can mm-hmm. travel without having to actually get on an airplane and go through, you know, the the TSA check line. Yeah. So like really fast flying or teleportation. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Okay. Um what is one superstition or weird quirk that you have? Oh my gosh. I don't know if I, do I have any? I'm trying to think if I have like, well, I have, okay, I have a weird fear. Um, okay. I, <laughs> I don't like those, those like weird dancing windsock things that look like people that are really tall. Like they the ones freak, that are outside of gas stations? Yes. They freak <laughs> me out so much. Like I won't go near it. So like, I don't know if that's really a superstition so much as it's like, I just like, it's a that's weird a thing that's that a, I do. I'd yeah. say that's a weird quirk. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I nope, won't go near it. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay. If you had talked in your sleep last night, what would you have said? Oh my God. It probably would have been something about food. Honestly, <laughs> I, I love food and I'm all like, I feel like I'm always eating. So, uh, probably something about food or cheese or, <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. What is one thing you own that you wish you didn't? Ooh, do I have anything that I own that I wish I didn't? Um, 
Well, this isn't necessarily in the physical sense, but uh, low self-esteem. I wish I didn't Mm. have that. I Mm. wish that I had more confidence in myself. Okay, that's good. That's a good one. Um, All right. When you dance, you look like what or who? (laughs) Probably like I feel like Beyonce, right? I feel (laughs) like that. But I probably look more like Elaine from Seinfeld doing the little kicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. What are you most afraid of? Um, probably, I honestly losing, losing people that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's probably the biggest fear, whether that's, you know, death or, um, what, whatever would separate us like that is always probably my biggest fear. I always have that, like that live, live your day. Like it's the last day mentality, mm-hmm. um, for that, for that very reason. Do you think that like, did you, when you were younger, did you lose somebody from death or just abandonment? Or like, do you know where that fear stems from? I think, um, I think it does have a little bit to do with past stuff. Um, especially in the sense of when I was, um, let's see, I was 13 when a classmate of mine was, was killed. And that kind of started this string of, of deaths that I witnessed. Um, even if they weren't necessarily, like in my own family, like witnessing what it did to them was just terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I lost two friends to suicide. And those were big turning points for me as well. Like with, because I mean, you know, you see that person and they're totally fine and, mm-hmm. and they're right there in front of you. And then the next thing you know, they're gone. And because all, you know, we had no idea, we didn't know what was going on. And so those kind of things make you, I think, definitely look at people through a very different lens of, you know, and, and through, through look at your life through a different lens of just appreciation and gratitude. And, and I mean, and a little bit of fear of, you know, the what if, right, how quickly things can change. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. That was your 10. All right. So I've got, I've got about three little questions I want to ask you that are a little bit more in depth. um, Okay. Kind of getting to know you. So tell me something this week that made you happy. This week that made me happy. Um, Let's see. What day is it? It's Wednesday. So I can kind of go all the way back to last Wednesday. Just in the last week. Um, oh man, it's been a rough week. I should have a much quicker answer to this question. It shouldn't be so difficult, which is another <laughs> reason why I really need this challenge. Cause clearly yes. I'm, I'm going into a, a negative space. Um, I would say on, on Sunday, on father's day, I got to spend a lot of time with my niece and nephew. Um, and you know, I just, I love them so much in that time. It's just so interesting because like my niece now is, um, you know, she'll be two in a couple months. And so she's at this point of really starting to have like her own little personality and she's, you know, kind of starting to talk. And so that's really cool to see. And then my nephew is only a couple months old. So, you know, he's just now getting to that point where, you know, when he looks at you, you think maybe he can actually see you. And so he's connecting more and he's like starting to smile. Um, and then just, you know, seeing my brother, who's my younger brother as a parent, like whenever I hang out with, and, and same goes with my, my sister and her children. Um, I don't know. It's just such this interesting shift of family dynamics, but it's just, it's really wonderful. So I would say that, um, Sunday was a good day for me because it was just a lot of a lot of family time. Oh, that's that's fun. What does self love mean to you? Self love to me it, it means acceptance. Um, and and this is something I'm still very much working on because I I can live in, in kind of worlds of extremes, you know, very, um, that's obviously by like the subtitle of, of my book, even, you know, it's all these kind of oxymorons because, you know, my entire life, it's like, Oh, I've been this party girl, but then I've also wanted to be super healthy. And those are two like very different kind of extreme ways of life. And, um, and, you know, I was very boy crazy and relationship focused. And then I gave up men for Lent. And so I, I, it's all for me, it's about kind of 
accepting like where I am in my process yet still recognizing like the work I have to do, but no longer like, I guess, stressing myself out or beating myself up if I'm not, you know, kind of where I'm supposed to be almost like removing that where I'm supposed to be mentality and just accepting where I am, who I am and like everything about me. So that is my, and, and my answer to this a couple of years ago would probably be, Oh, you know, it's working on yourself and finding time to, you know, to, to figure out what are your issues and what do you need to, what do you want to change to be the, you know, the best version of yourself and live your best life. And, and I, I do still believe in that, but I think that you can live almost too much in that world that you then start to feel bad about yourself because you're constantly striving for more or better or different. And so I think, you know, it's kind of a finding a balance within that too, which ultimately comes down to just accepting your life and and who you are. I think you're absolutely right about that. And I think if you get too focused on that, the constant work on yourself, you, you, for you, you don't get to appreciate the process. And I think that that's one of the most beautiful parts of our experience is just getting to experience that process of growth and, and enjoying where you are in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my last question, what qualities define a BFF to you? Ooh, um, I would say like honesty and like that, not that, um, you know, you're not lying to each other. That's kind of an, an obvious in any level of friendship, but that you're able to just really be yourself and mm-hmm. share um, the parts of you or, you know, the fears that you have or the thoughts that you have or the feelings that you're feeling in a very kind of unfiltered way without any fear that they're going to judge you or go run and tell somebody else um, or, you know, think, think badly of you. And so just that being able to have that level of honesty with somebody, um, and then, and then getting that in in return as well. Um, wait, I already forgot the question. Am I giving three? Oh, whatever. Or did did I make that up? However many you wanted. (laughs) Like I made, I made that up. Okay. Um, I think, and I think I heard this actually recently in, in a podcast, the ability to kind of just sit with somebody who's maybe going through a hard time and not, not feel the need to fix it. Um, right. But to just be able to be with somebody and sit with them through whatever they're going through. And, you know, maybe that's it. it and that can exist on many levels, like even in terms of like, maybe they're in a bad relationship, but you're not, you know, you're not constantly telling them to get out. You're kind of, you're just there for them kind of on their journey. But also, you know, if somebody's grieving about some, something, it's not, sure. it's not like, Oh, okay, well you've got to feel better. Like rub some dirt on it. You're fine. Like, you know, being able to allow each other to experience whatever feelings you're experiencing and kind of just know that you have somebody there with you. Absolutely. I love that. I love that so much. Um, okay. So my questions for you, I have not prepared. I'm drawing them at random. Okay. Um, so God help us. I have, um, <laughs> so there's this company, it's called Holste, H-O-L-S-T-E-E. Okay. And um, they sell these, they're called reflection cards. So it's a deck of cards. And then on each card is two questions that all, one is like a little bit deeper than the other that have to do with some different area of life in terms of self-reflection. Yeah. So there are really, I bought them for a bunch of people for Christmas because I think it's just great to even have, um, you know, maybe this is super nerdy. I don't know. But even if you're kind of all like getting together and you're just hanging out, it just kind of, they're great conversation starters. Um, so I have the deck and I'm just going to pull random ones. Okay. Oh, what, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Uh, let's see here. I think anything to do with uh, with with rape and, and consent in that sense, um, I think that that is something that is way too serious to be joked about. And I've definitely heard people try. I've definitely heard comedians try. I'm like, don't, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just don't ever do that. Yeah. Okay. Has there ever been a time in your life when you felt you could never fully repay someone? When was it? Oddly enough, yes. And it also has to do 
sort of with what we were just talking about. So um, I I was drugged at one point. I was at um, this this big event that's here in Nashville, um, and I was drugged. And I was in this bigger. There was a slightly larger group of people, um, and this girl. I don't. I still don't know her name. And it's unfortunate because I would give anything if I could tell her thank you for this. But she recognized that something wasn't right about the situation that we were in and that I was one that there was no way that because we were in a situation where there was I mean, there was alcohol around, but she knew that there was literally no way that I could have had enough alcohol to have had this kind of reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and she knew that there was something off about the situation. And so she literally hoisted me. I don't know how she did it because I was unconscious. I have no idea, but she managed to get me to help um, and to to be like, you know, something's wrong with, with my friend. She didn't, again, she had no idea who I was. And I ended up getting most of this information from, uh, the police that found me. Um, oh, so I didn't, I, I was unaware of most of this. Um, she took me to get help. Um, this, this guy that I was with at the time, I didn't know him well or anything. And clearly was, he was a, not a good person, but he, he found us and he was like, Oh no, no, no. You know, she's had too much to drink. And so he took me, um, back to wherever he was going to take me. And because of this girl and then the people that she she took me to um, to, to under this little shelter because it was an outdoor event. So because of them, like they all they called the police and told them, you know, this was the same suspicious. Something didn't seem right. She didn't seem uh, there was nothing about her that seemed drunk. She seemed like she was that she was drugged. Something didn't seem right about it. And so they were looking for me. And so when I, I woke up several hours later, um, surrounded by cops and medics, um, they found me. I was in he had put me in his car. Oh, my God. Uh, and he was not he was not there. But they found me. They broke into the car and got me out. Um, and it was also it was hot. It was in the summertime. And I mean, the, the car was not running. So I don't know. I, I don't really know what could have happened. And that's the the great thing is I don't ever have to find out. But mm-hmm. because of her, I am still here. I can tell the story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she, she's, she saved me. So wherever she is, I will always be indebted to her. Wow. And you have no idea who she is. I have no idea. She was my wow. angel, though. I'll tell you that. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. That's a really good answer to that one. Um, all right. Well, this, I guess could be the kind of the same answer, but now you have to give a different person who in your, who in your life are you most grateful for? Oh, let's see. Wow. Um, I'd have to say, I mean, obviously like, I feel like I'm gonna have to go with my husband because he, he supports me in ways that I never thought possible. Um, because my, I, I was married before and, uh, that was not a healthy relationship. He was not a supportive person um, of anything that I wanted to do. But my husband now is so supportive, literally like anything that I want to do. He's like, how do we make it happen? And it's not just like, how do you make it happen? It's how do we make it happen? My Mm. dreams have become his dreams. And I think that, I think that's, that's a great thing to have in a relationship. If you can support each other on that level, I, I think that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. I completely agree. I feel yeah. like, we've, like we've learned a lot about each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we are going to learn even more because we are embarking on your Summer for Self Challenge. And I'm really pumped about this. I'm I'm really pumped about it too. Once I figure out how to how to build all these emails and get all that done, then I'm hoping I can maybe just move into more excitement about it. But um I really do feel like it's coming at the best time for me personally, which I'm just, I'm very grateful for because this was really kind of a, a random idea that I had only a couple of weeks ago. And then I just decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, it, I mostly had the idea for like, Oh, this will help a lot of other people. And this will help bring people kind of on the journey that I went on throughout the book, sure. which was so, you know, life changing and healing for me. And just now it turns out, I think that this is exactly what I need for myself too. And and we kind of talked about this the last episode. Like I, I myself have 
gotten out of some of those really great habits I instilled when I was intentionally kind of paying more attention to how I felt and taking time for myself to recharge and think. And so Mm -hmm. I need, you know, I need to, I need a a kickstart to, to get back into um, a lot of those. I am super excited. So just to kind of recap, tell everybody about the challenge, what is required, what they need to do to take part in it. So the challenge officially begins um, on Friday, June 21st, because that is the official first day of summer. And it is called the Summer for Self Challenge. And it's essentially you are committing to 40 days of giving yourself more time. So what's entailed is kind of what you commit to is giving up two to three distractions. So kind of the, the things that you do in those those little like spaces throughout your day or the things that you do so that you're not just sitting there doing nothing. Um, you know, that can range from social media to dating apps to drinking, whatever it is for you, you know, it, it changes for everybody. Um, to start your day listening to something positive or thought provoking. So first thing, like the first kind of media that you consume be something, um, positive, like a, a podcast or a Ted talk or a, um, you know, some kind of a YouTube video, whatever. And so my, if you sign up for the daily emails, um, I'll be sending out an an email each day that will have kind of some recommended listening, um, for people that maybe don't know where to go for that. Um, let's see, I'm going to forget all of them right now. And then, so you have to journal every day. Um, and that I think is probably the one I'm, I most need, but I'm also most nervous about just, yeah. um, cause I think that one to me, I see as like the biggest commitment to sit and, you know, every morning, middle of the day, end of the day, whatever it is for you kind of to sit and take that time to, um, really write out how you're feeling or like what you're thinking about your life. And, you know, there's no minimum of, of how much you write kind of just whatever feels right for you that day. Um, and again, this one can be one that people don't necessarily know, um, where to start. So Mm -hmm. the daily emails are going to include like a journal prompt kind of question or, or something to, to think about just to get you going. And then really the goal is to just let your mind go wherever it goes and just, write or in my case, like I'll type because I, I type much faster than I write. And if I wrote, I wouldn't be able to go back and understand what I wrote anyways. Um, <laughs> and then take a walk outside once a week and watch either a sunrise or a sunset once a week. And both of those activities really without your phone. I mean, like you can, you can have your phone if you want to be listening to something or take photos, but not to be on your phone. So, you know, no texting or no phone calls or um, right. no, no checking social media, all that stuff to just kind of be outside um, either walking um, and then also once a week enjoying a sunset or a sunrise. And then lastly is to start a goals list. Okay. And what I really want for, for people for this is to not overthink it, to just kind of open your mind and start writing down anything that, you, you want to learn or you want to do or places you want to go and think back to when you were a kid, like what were things you wanted to do then? And, and really don't, don't think of how realistic it is or like, Oh, I don't have time for that. So, or I'll never do that. So I'm not going to write that down. Just write it down. Cause I think there's a lot of power in kind of just opening your mind up to these, to those possibilities. Um, so those are the, the commitments. And again, it's 40 days, Um, and it officially starts June 21st, this Friday. Um, but I'm trying to have it set up that if you find out about it later, that it's not too late to join in that if you sign up for the emails, you know, you'll start, um, with, with the day one email. So here's hoping I can logistically figure out how to set that up. (laughs) I know you've got this. I know you've got it. It's going to be great. I'm super pumped about this. So I want to know what you are giving up or decreasing for your challenge. Tell me what are the details of your specific challenge? So mine are, um, the things I'm giving up are, are really all phone related, um, which, you know, just, I've realized since I've, I've had this career change in terms of, you know, I've launched the book and I'm trying to, um, you know, make it as a writer and, build a social media following. Um, and I'm going to be launching my own podcast soon. And so all of this stuff just has me 
so attached to my phone and I, I like hate it, but I like can't stop myself. And then I, I hate that even more. So, um, I am going to not be on my phone, like put it on airplane mode, like not even, you know, checking notifications. So I guess I guess I'll just turn it off. Although I do use it for an alarm clock sometimes. So airplane mode, um, yeah. from 8 PM at night to 7 AM in the morning. And okay. so that gives me a good, you know, hour, two hours at night of no phone before I go to bed. And then I do, I usually, you know, I, I wake up pretty early because I try to, I like to work out early so, um, that, you know, I won't be getting up in first thing in the morning, check my phone. Um, but instead, you know, get up, work out. And then once I've, I've gotten that time in, um, then kind of plug back in. And then I'm also going to keep it in the back seat while I'm driving, okay. um, so that there's no temptation to, um, you know, look at emails at a stoplight or, um, respond to a text message, which I know is super unsafe, but I'm not going to lie. Like I, I do it and I, I know I shouldn't, but I don't stop myself. And, um, so I'm just going to remove all those temptations and just have it in the back seat. And, um, I'm not going to do the, do not disturb while driving. You know how you text people now and you get those notifications. Uh I think those notifications are so funny because it's just so funny to me on so many levels. Like what kind of world do we live in that? First of all, we expect people to respond to a text message immediately. And second of all, like you could also just not respond. It's almost like people do those alerts for themselves more so than the person texting them. Like exactly just turn your phone off or or put it on silent. So, um, so I'm just going to put mine in the the back of the car and then that's great. I'm going to leave it in the car, like not even bring it in with me places that I don't need to. Cause like, if you notice like, okay, so I'll see people walking into the gym in the morning with their phone. And I'm thinking the walk in here was like 10 feet, like from the parking lot, you're not on your phone while we're doing this workout. It's like, why do you have it? And then like, you know, you run into like CVS or Walgreens to get some, you go in to pick up your dry cleaning and like, we bring our phone with us and it's just like, it's habit. And that's, unnecessary. Um, so I'm going to stop bringing in all those moments, but I'm also just going to stop bringing it inside with me. Like when I go out to dinner with somebody. So, cause you know, I, I've never been one to like be on my phone when I'm out to dinner with somebody. Um, right. but you know, I'll, I'll check it. Like if they go to the bathroom, I'll check it or like, you know, and it's so embarrassing, but like we all do these things. And so I'm just going to not even bring it in. So I can sit across from somebody um, you know, have a conversation with them and not even be, not even feel that pull to like check my phone because I won't even, I won't even have it with me. Um, and then I'm removing a couple apps that I check too many times a day and okay. it's not, I might remove social media. I haven't, I haven't fully decided yet. I'm not, I don't check that a bunch of times a day, but, um, I have a couple like data apps that, you know, tell me how many website visitors I've had or, you know, email subscribers and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I check those too much. And it's almost, I was thinking about this last night, actually, it's ironic because the whole process I went through in my book was really realizing how much validation I wanted from like the people in, in my, in my life, in terms of kind of the choices that I made, like wanting to make everybody happy and, and, and whatnot. And it's like, I've, I've gotten over that hurdle. Like the people in my life now understand, like, I'm going to, I'm going to do what I want to do. And they respect that. And we're all in in a healthier place. But now it's like, now I want that validation from all the people, not in my immediate life, like all the people I don't know, like the masses, you know, to be like, Oh, you know, reading the book and buying the book and following me on social media and and going to my website and checking my emails. And so I've just shifted that, like need for validation from the people closest to me to, you know, millions of people I don't know. So I need to, I need to break that. And so I figured the first step is to just stop, you know, checking those, those numbers, um, incessantly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So those are the, the distractions I'm giving up. Um, and then I'm also going to try and I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to put like a hard rule on myself with this just because life happens. And, um, you know, I've got, I've got some travel coming up over the summer, but, um, I'm going to, I want to try and get back into attempting to meditate. And I say attempting because it's, um, it's difficult, but just, you know, 
because I used to like, I used to come home from the gym and then, um, I would sit, it was very early cause I was still working at the time. And I would like sit outside on like the driveway of the apartment complex where I lived cause it was still early and dark and quiet. And I would just kind of be there by myself and, you know, whether I was actively trying to meditate or just kind of sitting there quietly, it was some nice, like quiet time to start the day. Um, and so I want to try and bring that back into my life in, in some fashion. I just haven't really, I don't know that I'm going to say to myself like, Oh, meditate every morning. Cause I think that's something that will then stress me out. And, um, kind of like we were saying earlier, I'm trying not to be, you know, too hard on myself in terms sure. of yeah. what I commit to. No, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm doing. What is, um, that's what does awesome. your challenge look like? All right. So <laughs> I know we kind of talked about it a little bit on the last episode, but for me, I've definitely got some financial goals on this one. Um, so I, number one, will not be going to Target for the whole 40 days. And this is like a big deal for me <laughs> because I probably go to Target at least once a week. It's like my thing that I'll do, like if I have some appointments or something, which I've definitely been having recently, and I've got like a lag time between them, where will I go to kill time? Target. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be tough. We have to find something else to do. Um, I am not going to buy any clothing, shoes, accessories, or makeup or office supplies for the next 40 days either. Um, I have a major thing for office supplies, pens, journals, all that good stuff. And so I just have this collection and I'm not actually writing in them, but I'm like, Ooh, that's really pretty. So we're going to actually use them for the yes. journaling. But yes. I'm not buying any new ones. So, um, yeah, so no buying any of those things for the entire duration. Um, I am drinking two liters of water a day. I actually started that earlier this week and it's unreal how, quickly that changes like if you are I guess I will obviously I was very dehydrated I didn't realize how dehydrated I was mm -hmm. but my skin looks glowier I yes. feel better just in general and people are like laughing at me because I've got this ginormous water bottle it it holds like like 2.2 liters of water and I am carrying it everywhere because that way I know that I'll drink it but um people are, are laughing at me like wow that's that's a lot of water I'm like yeah and I'm <laughs> drinking all of it all day all day so I don't have time to do anything else guys all I'm doing is peeing I'm sorry I'm no yeah. time to do anything else no um, I I love that though and that actually so <laughs> more, drinking more water is something I, I tackled a while ago but it it will be Diff, like kind of weird and difficult at first, but eventually it just becomes so second nature that you just, you know, you drink a lot of water throughout the day and it's, it's like not a big deal, but you, yep. you, I a hundred percent feel it. Like if I didn't hit like my kind of normal water intake, because I'll feel dehydrated and my skin feels dry and all of it. So that, that's a good one. That's awesome. <laughs> um, my next one, so I, I, my original goal was a 7 a.m. wake up during the week and then like an 8.30 a.m. wake up on the, on the weekend. Um, but because of the surgery thing, I'm like, all right, so I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit more lenient with that. So I'm going to say a 7.30 to 8 a.m. weekday wake up and then keeping the 8.30 on the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm giving myself a like an hour leeway on the bedtime part again because of not knowing what's going to happen. I'd rather be a little bit more lenient on the front end and just kind of, you know, go go hard at it, like especially, you know, in the in the days leading up to it. But then knowing I have that that cushion if I need it later. Um, so an 11.30 to 12.30 bedtime, which – for somebody that's been going to bed at like two in the morning for the last, I don't know when, oh my gosh, it's unreal. So, oh, that's so funny. You're, so we're just, you're, you're more of a night person than I am I definitely a night owl yeah. for sure. But I'm trying to change that. And that, that's, this is my, my, uh, my, my goal, I guess, ultimately is to become a more of a morning person. I'm never going to be that person that jumps out of bed at six. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot that I miss. Um, yeah. And so I would like to shift my hours a little bit. So this is me trying to, trying to work into that. I mean, um, I'm excited to see how that goes for you because like, so I'm, I'm the opposite. I've, I've been a morning person for a long time. And so then I also go to bed early and, but I sure. also feel like 
there's stuff that I miss because I go to bed so early. So I think, I think that feeling of like, oh, I'm like, I'm missing out on, like, I'm not awake when other people are awake. I feel like that exists almost no matter what your sleeping schedule is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I've also got, I want to do 30 minutes of physical activity five days per week. I would like it to be seven, but again, I'm giving myself a little bit of leeway <clears throat> on that. So um, a minimum of five days per week. And I've, that's something else I've already been kind of doing, like just leading up to it, because I'm one of those people, if I go all in, like at the same time, I'm more likely to fail. So I've been mm-hmm. kind of trying to ease my way into it. Um I also want to write at least four days per week, um, not including the journaling. So something Ooh. creative. Yeah. And I've, I've been doing that too. You'd be proud. Yeah. I've been working on stuff. Um, Are we going to work on that book you want to write? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And that's going on the it. goals list. It's going on the goals list. Um, and then my last one is I want to read at least three books in the next 40 days. Um, Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. And it's and it's not like anything like where I want it to necessarily be a, a like a a self help type of book or anything. I just want to read more and do less screen time. I'm I find that I'm a lot happier when I do that. Mm-hmm. So um, if anybody has any book recommendations, if you have any book recommendations, I'd love to hear them. Oh, it's going to depend on like what type of read you're looking for. My Honestly, my reading my. My reading for the past couple of years has, um, it's not what one would consider light reading. So if you're looking for something that's just slightly more, um, you know, light and relaxing and maybe not, you know, kind of rock your world thought provoking, um, I, I might not have the best recommendations. Oh, no, Although I, I did I used to be, too. I did used to be a big Jodi Picoult fan. Oh my gosh. I literally have one of her books on my nightstand right now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I read I read a bunch of hers, and then I was also I used to be a big James Patterson fan. Okay, um, okay, those are just really quick reads, but yeah, um, I haven't read I haven't read much fiction in a long time. No, I like I mean I like honestly anything. Another one I'm working I'm I'm I've got on my nightstand is uh one of Brene Brown's books. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her. I just oh my gosh, she's just wonderful. Oh my, I I do too. I think she's she's fantastic. So yeah, any any book recommendations, guys? I will take those gladly. Because um, I if if uh, especially if I end up having surgery during this challenge, which it, it looks like is pretty likely, that's probably how I'm going to spend the first few days. Um, well, that and you know, of course, you know, watching Queer Eye on repeat because that's all I do with my life apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love that show. Interesting how that is not something you've chosen to give up. Nope. Nope, I will never give that up. I will never give nope, up. Nope, not willing. Not willing. That is one thing I will not ever give up. I love that show so much. Uh, it's like, it's another one of those, like, my happy place. They're just so positive and they're just sunshine to me. Yeah, I just, yeah. wow, I love them. All right. Well, if you want to get involved in the Summer for Self Challenge and why wouldn't you, go to caseymaincom slash summer for self. Sign up for the email so that you're getting all this awesome content, these journal prompts and things that you know, suggestions for things that you can listen to. Um, and then let us know what you're doing for your challenge. We want to hear what you're giving up, what you're listening to, what you're reading. What are some of your goals on your goals list if you want to share those with us? And there's a lot of ways that you can connect with us about this. Obviously, you can follow us on social media, you can get Casey at Casey Main underscore right um, on Instagram and Twitter. She's also on Facebook. You can find me at Music City Mel on all the platforms and the podcast at your BFF pod everywhere that you are on social media. That's where we are. Use hashtag summer for self or hashtag I chose me for summer. And of course, don't forget to add that your BFF pod hashtag so that I can also keep up with you and what you're doing. And you can send an email to me, your BFF pod at gmail.com. If you want to submit some feedback on the challenge, if you have any questions, if there's anything you're struggling with, and we can talk about it on the show, you can also give us a call at 615-266-4338 and tell us what you're doing. Uh, and we can actually add this into the show. I'm really pumped about adding in this this extra element. It's something we've not done yet. So 
call us and let us know what's going on. And we will, you know, play that message during the show. You know, let us know what you're doing. Any questions you have, we want to hear from you. I love it. You're so techie. I'm super excited about this. Like I, I'm like, people call us. I want to use this feature. <laughs> so they just call and then leave a message and then you're able, you to, got we're able it. to listen. That's cool. Cool. Yes. So anything, anything you guys want to share, please call us again, the number 615-266-4338. So call, tweet, Instagram, Facebook, if you're not giving up social media, obviously. But that's the reason I think it's cool to have this, this phone aspect into it and an email because even if you're giving up social media, you're most likely not just completely giving up your email or your phone, one or the other. So let us know what you're doing. We want this to be a big group effort and we want to know how you're growing, how this challenge is affecting you. I think we we have a lot to learn from other people's experiences. And so that's what I think is so great about this challenge and the inclusivity of of just community. Absolutely. And I think also it's it's really refreshing when you're doing something like this and you're kind of struggling with it to know you're not the one who's struggling. So um, for everybody who wants to give some kind of feedback, please don't feel like it has to be all positive. Like, Oh my God, this is fantastic. And I'm getting to know myself and like, hopefully that's the end result, but that the process, it, it can be tough. And so I really think that being honest about that is an important part of it. And then also you'll quickly find that it's it's tough for everybody. And, and so you're not alone in that. Absolutely. And something I've noticed when I've been talking to friends about the challenge is people are hesitant to do it because they're like, oh, well, I always, you know, I always, something comes up and I, I stop doing it or whatever. And so I just don't, I just stop doing it altogether. This logic, guys, is faulty. And I'm going to tell you why. So let's just say that you get super busy one day, right? And you forget to eat. It happens. I've, I've, I've done it. I know a lot of people have done it. So you forgot to eat today. Does that mean you're going to just, okay, well, I guess I'm just not ever going to eat again because I screwed up this one time. No, <laughs> this, you're not going to do that. Look at this as the same kind of thing, you, except you're not, it's not food. It's food for your soul. You're feeding your soul. Don't give up on something just because you, you know, you, you had a setback. Setbacks are going to happen. It's the bounce back that matters. I, I agree. And I think we tend to look at things in like terms of totality. And if we can't do the full thing, then we're not going to do it at all. And I, I don't know if we do that because it's just an excuse as like an out. But I had a friend of mine um, tell me once, and this was in terms of like physical activity and working out, but I think it applies to everything. She's like, doing something is better than doing nothing. She's like, so maybe you can't get an hour workout in, go for a 10 minute walk. That's better than just continuing to sit. So even if you know, you're thinking, oh, I'll never make it 40 days. Even if you just do it a week, that's better than nothing. Something is always better than nothing. Absolutely. And it's not about perfection. It's about progress in your life. Yes. So I that's why I'm super pumped about this. And I'm excited to hear about everybody's journeys and what's what's working for them, what's not working for them. I think we have a lot to learn. So again, CaseyMain.com slash summer for self. We hope that you'll sign up and join us on Friday and let us know what you're doing. We're super excited to hear from you. Yes. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for this week. And so next week, we're going to come back and we'll be talking a little bit more about the challenge, how things are going for us, maybe go over some stuff on our goals list. And we hope that we'll have some stuff to add from you guys as well. That I guess that's it for this week. Yeah, this was fun. Yes, it was. All right, guys, we will see you next week. Bye. All right. Awesome. Like what you hear? You can download and listen to past and future episodes using Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, or online at www.yourbffpodcast.com. Follow the show at Your BFF Pod and Mel at Music City Mel on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. For any questions or topic suggestions, email us at yourbffpod at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>